You are listening to the Give Me Five podcast, episode 176, Side Me. I'm the leprechaun. Stop it! Broken mirror! Five podcast, a bi-weekly podcast reviewing the things you love today and the things you loved yesterday. This may be one of those things. I'm the leprechaun. And I'm joined by my surly drunken cousin, the chloricon. <laughs> I'll, I'll be that one. Okay, good. Oh, yeah, no. you're surly. Right. You can be. Thank you, I think. That didn't sound very surly. Fuck you, Greg. There we go. And one of the wee fairy folk. Why am I the wee fairy folk? Yeah, be, well, you gave well, up the Floricon. <laughs> I wasn't looking at the script. This is wee a side B episode, and we're going to talk about 1993's horror classic, The Leprechaun. And of really course, want. we're going to answer our Give Me Five question of the week. If you really want, I can be the wee fairy folk. You should be the Wii Fairy Folk. That was a delightful Wii Fairy Folk. Oh, thank you. Do the entire rest of the episode like this. Please don't. Okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to go with horror comedy, not horror classic. I don't know if I would consider... Horror well, comedy enjoyed... classic. That, that, there we, we can go with that. Man, it's been a long time since I've seen this movie. It's so... still really enjoyable, though, isn't it? It is. Now, uh, this is a, a, a review show. So, uh, warning, a movie from 1993. We are going to spoil. Oh, yeah. Uh, if you haven't seen The Leprechaun, uh, the original starring Warwick Davis, then you really need to. Um, it's absolutely worth seeing. And it's extraordinarily enjoyable. Completely ridiculous. Absolutely. Completely. Enjoyable from start to finish. I mean, the movie is so enjoyable. It dragged Jimmy back to the podcast. It did from an from, island. From an island. He had to fight off the... mosquitoes and corwindigos and everything. It wasn't so bad once I put my pants back on. Wow. Uh, the mosquitoes or the corwindigo? Uh, yes. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you have to take that long, Rob has the correct answer. Yes. Yeah. No, we, uh, yeah, uh, I wasn't here for side A because I had the opportunity to go camping on an island in the middle of the Mosquito Lagoon, and it was absolutely delightful. We had a manatee just hanging out by the island. and Was there, was there a killer stalking the campers? There, no, but... There was a raccoon and a rabbit. That sounds like the beginning of a joke. Yes. <laughs> no, that raccoon and a rabbit walk into a campsite. Yeah, that's. Well, I'm glad you had fun. I hope you had some nice, relaxing times. A lot of wet wipes. A lot of wet wipes. 
like everywhere. Uh, like they were just blowing around. Yeah, from yeah. people who pooped and peed and like their their wee wee didn't throw their shit away. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> assholes. Yeah, just bring a glove with you, and and pick up after yourself. It comes out of you. Why is it so bad to touch it? I eat it all the time. Wow. Oh. Leprechaun. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> so, Leprechaun. Leprechaun was actually released on oh. January 8th of 1993. It was directed by Mark Jones. It stars Warwick Davis, Jennifer Aniston, Kenneth Lant, Mark Holton. Another callback to one of the previous movies that we did. And Robert Gorman. So the synopsis is an evil sadistic leprechaun goes on a killing rampage in search of his beloved pot of gold. And I mean, my, my initial thoughts on this are, Jesus, this is just a really fun, like eighties, nineties slasher comedy flick. I mean, not quite as gory or, or scary as like a Friday the 13th or nightmare on Elm street, but still a lot of a lot of fun and you know it had decent it had it had a couple of decent kills in it i think the body count in this was only like four yeah but the kills were actually kind of entertaining yeah i i a hundred percent i wanted more um i wanted more people to die yes so so kind of we'll talk of various means that these characters met their ends um but man so damn funny and like you said rob this is a good late 80s 90s style kind of film uh this was only four years removed from the 80s so and i think it was made earlier and then it took a while to get out into the theaters if i remember correctly yes so, that's correct it, it was actually filmed i want to say in 89 90 and they held it until 93 Oh, wow. But explains a lot of things. Um, the shorts. The LA Gears. Yes, mm-hmm. definitely explains the LA Gears and the shorts. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite. I was like, oh my God, LA Gear. I think that's the, that's the first thing I wrote. No, sorry. And it's the second thing I wrote on my notes while uh, watching this delightful film today. The first one was Kevin Facon. The guy, the was that the the painter guy? Yeah, it, it looked like uh, Kev, yeah, Kevin Bacon, like cosplayer. I was like, Kevin Bacon's in this movie? Oh no, that's Kevin Bacon. Hmm. I don't even know what the first thing I wrote was. You're... Uh, let's see, drunk guy in a limousine is what I wrote. <laughs> yeah, and that that's actually how the whole story starts. Is yep. the there, there's an old guy who's been kind of down on his luck and somehow he captures the leprechaun's gold or he, he gets the leprechaun to tell him where it is or I don't even remember what it was. Yeah, but he, he, ended up, he captured the leprechaun because he had it. And he, box. and he ends up with the pot of gold mm-hmm. and, and he comes home and they're going to be rich and the leprechaun decides he's going to get revenge and come after him for his pot of gold. And so it's like, yeah, it's an old Irish guy. I guess he had gone to a funeral. Comes home, his his sweet what his sweet little Irish wife is like, you can't afford this. Why are you doing this? And he's like, well, we're rich now. It also it does a pretty good job of introducing a mechanic 
into the the whole leprechaun thing where a leprechaun is made powerless by four leaf clover now i don't is that a real thing actually i had never heard that before yeah but it also introduced another mechanic as well in that the leprechaun's magical powers decrease with how how much gold is missing uh, yeah, so it's, because if you remember, his power started to return after he got some of his gold back. Yeah, and I think those little things make the stories better because then at yeah. least the people have a way out or a way to defeat the leprechaun. Right? They, of course, at the time, we're not like, well, we're going to make eighteen sequels and he's going to go to space and hang out with Snoop Dogg and smoke pot. And well, they probably planned that one first, but it allows you to keep going with it. Mm-hmm. Um, or or stop it, depending on what you decide to do. Um, I don't remember ever seeing this movie before. Really? Uh, um, I definitely saw Leprechaun in the Hood and Leprechaun in Space. Neither of these things I'm making up. Um, they're real. Because yeah, both of those yeah. came out while it was a blockbuster. Um, but I don't believe I ever saw the first one. And in all honesty, I'm not sure I had actually... I mean, I'd seen parts of it. So, I'm, I mean, I was familiar with it. I knew who was in it. But I'm not sure that I'd ever sat down and watched the whole movie before. Uh, well, I definitely have. And it definitely scared the shit out of me. As a kid? As a kid. So much so that I... Man. This he still is, kicks uh, little people when he walks by them to this day. That is not true. <laughs> All the Only little children. children. Only ah, children. If they're wearing green. No, they can just be a child. I don't like them. <laughs> Um, Jesus. Uh, I had a not a bunk bed. I had a loft bed. I had to climb up to every night. I was so scared of the leprechaun, leprechaun, uh, that I would sleep in the wedge between the mattress and the wall. Wow! Because I thought he couldn't get me there. <laughs> not really. That's, exact, that's exactly where he'd be able to get you. And... Well, I was it. Uh, my feeling was that if you were to climb up the side of the bed, it would look like nobody was in the bed, gotcha. and that lasted a, a bit longer than I uh, care to admit. Yeah, well, I just did, but uh, I, I even had plans to stockpile shoes on my bed so I could uh, <laughs> deter. Don't distract him while you got away yeah. and throw a bunch of shoes as you're running and have to stop and shine each one my uh my very first um Im- impression on watching this movie today was the the first thing that made me chuckle really was uh our our guy our fellow who's just become instantly wealthy uh slams a bottle of jameson Irish whiskey. And that mm-hmm. was such a uh, just in-your-face joke that really set the, the tone for the rest of the movie, in my opinion. I think when it first, my my little callback to this is I many, many, many years ago, I built a haunted house for my fraternity back in college. Mm-hmm. And I, while well, I was buying a bunch of stuff at the the Halloween store, I bought this CD. It was a, a horror movie madness, and it had cover songs of a bunch of themes from mm-hmm. these different movies. 
and it was right up at the register. And I bought that, and then I have no idea where the case ended up, but I still have the CD. And at one point, so that you know, this is a this is actually a shorter episode that we're going to probably do because there's not a lot of funny stuff to make fun of in this movie. There's just a lot of cool stuff, but there's no crazy backstories. But anyway, so we're making this thing, and we built this the end of this haunted house in an attic that had been rented out by a bunch of monks and a church like for a while. So the attic was full of pews and these crazy bins full of like doll heads. And I'm not kidding about this. And (laughs) I'm totally picturing that Geico commercial where the guy and the gecko walk up into the attic and there's like all the, almost exactly what all the mannequins having the tea party. Yep. And all it crazy. Yeah, and it had these like wood, these like old wooden foot lockers full of that and like crazy eighties porn because all these like because these like monks because the monks were using the porn. they absolutely were because the monks were like these like college whatever and they were you know sneaking up there and all the pews were like thrown in a corner and there was just there was just random crap up there like a random tricycle like I didn't have to buy much stuff to make this place scary so I go up so we go up there and. The other story about this was in the 50s, some guy had either jumped or fallen out of the window of this attic and died in the courtyard below. This is the Delta Ta Delta house in University of Florida. And I um, I remember this part of the story. Yeah. Yeah. So it his name was, well, I don't want to say his name, but his last name was Ricketts, which is scary enough. Uh, and he had fallen out of this window of this attic that I was building it in. So about two, three in the morning, I get done building this thing. Everyone else is pretty much asleep or drunk or whatever. And I'm about to leave the house because I did not live there. And I hear this coming from up above. The, this song right here. You guys can actually hear this, I'm assuming. Yeah. And it occurs to me, oh shit, I left the CD playing with the theme song. So I had to sneak back up into this attic and crawl over a bunch of pews and, I guess, monk sperm, <laughs> and create to with this theme song playing, and it was probably the last time I've actually been scared of something that wasn't tangible. Wow, I love it. It was like I'm like leak, and there was like a, there was like a single strobe light going too. So Rob, you would have mm-hmm. still been up there like walking into walls and shit. But, yeah. But uh, it just like, so as soon as that, like, and I knew that song was from Leprechaun, but I thought it would be a different, I didn't realize it'd be right at the beginning. And as soon as that came on, I'm like, oh, I'm happy. Okay. Back to that moment. That's so, amazing. Yeah. I love so, that. That's nice. So I must anyway. Seen, I must have seen this on H- HBO or Showtime or something. Some, you know, something, some channel I wasn't supposed to be watching. Uh, it, it certainly was not a movie that was rented. Um, but yeah. So our, our, our leprechaun mm-hmm. uh, murders the, the nice old couple. No. Uh, murders the, the woman. Murders the, the wife who had nothing to do with it. I'm the leprechaun. Oh, oh, no. <laughs> I'm the leprechaun. that's gonna happen a lot oh yeah murders the nice old lady and And actually it was kind it it almost was kind of an accident because she just kind of backed down the stairs so he didn't actually 
physically kill her. He just scared yeah. her and she backed down the stairs. But yep. then he torments the guy being like, oh, she should look where she was walking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And to give credit to the leprechaun, I'm I start watching it. It's been so long since I've seen this. I'm like, maybe he doesn't actually murder anyone. Maybe they Oh no. <laughs> maybe they accidentally murder themselves. And maybe he's not such a bad guy. But this little dick grabber is mad. Yeah, yeah, he's just a psychopath on top of fighting people and leprechaun with a, a terrible skin condition. Yeah. And, and poor hygiene. <laughs> did they they flash forward after this to a, a modern day? Yep. It's 10 mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. same area, same house. You're going to hear some snoring in the background. New listeners. That is not Rob falling asleep or Jimmy. It is not. That is a French bulldog who is currently in my office because there he is right there. Because if he's anywhere else, he's going to poop on all of the things. So, so you'll you'll hear snoring. Hopefully it will ease you into a false sense of security as we talk about leprechauns. But anyway, they, they flash forward, same location. And we're introduced uh, to Kevin Facon, as Jimmy called him. <laughs> and uh, Jennifer Aniston's character. Who, this Young is the, Jennifer Aniston. Yeah, the first role of Jennifer Aniston, and she was actually well, her good. first her first uh, feature film role. Yeah. She had had some recurring roles, or she had been on a couple of TV shows, but this was her first mm-hmm. feature. And her dad, her dad was already famous. So he was in uh, Days of Our Lives. So um, mm-hmm. she she had a little bit of an in, but I think it's she ref- pretty much refuses to talk about this role, which is why. Weird. I know. Like, that's what I'm wondering. Like, she, to me, she was, oh, hey, it's that girl from the state. Was she in that? Yeah. Ah. Like, she was great in it. The, like, there was, she didn't do anything too stupid. Like, it wasn't this, like, sexist, usual horror role. Like, I don't see any problem with this as being, like, my first role. I, like, I, it, it, uh, more of a badge of honor, I would. I would say. Yeah, the worst thing about it was the shorts. Those those shorts, man, they are those shorts scream nineteen ninety one. Yeah, um, yeah, very loudly. Yeah, you know, the type of shorts with all the different types of fabric like sewed onto the front, and I I was hoping that somewhere that they were in like a museum somewhere. I kept wanting to call her Kelly Kapowski. Yeah, like I I could I would like to see those shorts and the LA gears in a museum. Um, and she immediately falls in love with the guy working on the house, the neighbor guy, the handyman. And I was, uh, and I, he's wearing a cutoff shirt. And I said that she's totally in love with a guy who can't afford sleeves. And we're also introduced to Francis. Francis. And I, I, good. I, who I actually liked, but I'm kind of disappointed that I didn't get the kill. I was thinking we were going to get. Oh, what, what what did you think was going to happen? Yeah, go for it. Well, I thought the leprechaun was going to go get his coin back that he swallowed. Oh, like... Bah. Yeah, I thought we were going to get a disemboweling or something. I thought so, too. Uh, I, I could not remember his fate. So I, I really thought that's what was going to end up happening, which would have been terrible because poor Francis was... Uh, 
was it Ozzy? Poor Ozzy was uh, not the sharpest tool in the shed. Yeah. But they're going to get him a surgery. Well, <laughs> is that a thing? <laughs> that surgery doesn't exist. Yes. But he thinks it does. So that's right. So that's in itself is pretty sad. Yeah. I, it took me a while to figure out that he wasn't the, sharp, the sharpest tool in the shed. It took me a while to figure out that's what they were going with because really, I'm not going to quote it myself, but I could very much quote Tropical Thunder here when he wins the award and never go full, but I won't do it. I won't say it because I'm not Robert Downey Jr. Um, so yeah, pretty much everything is, is, uh, is very early nineties, very late eighties, which I love. Um, every time they showed the, the, the basement where they're running up and down the wooden stairs, did you expect, I fully expected someone to get a nail into the foot. Because of actually, uh, I was I was waiting for a hand to come through the stairs and grab their ankle. Yeah, because that's where I mean I think every one of those wooden stairs has a hand that at some point will reach through and grab someone's ankle. Mm-hmm. Yeah, or that's why you don't put that in your house. Or or as I expected was a uh, a cutting of the Achilles tendon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That was um, pet cemetery though. After quiet place, man, when they do that thing where you see the nail slowly go into the foot. And she like tries not to scream, like ugh. Um, so of course we have the spooky basement where this crate is, and I think and there's a very dried up old clover on top of it, which I kind of liked. I liked that they let it get old and it still had its power. Um, yeah, which I but I didn't get because when he was talking about it, he said it had to be a freshly plucked four leaf clover. Oh well, yeah, that's true. So I don't know why that why that one worked for so long. Well, I mean, magic. Yeah, uh, I have magic to, of screenwriting to jump in and correct myself. Jennifer Aniston was on the edge. Um, that was a Fox TV. Glory. Yes, she was on the edge. A, a Fox glory. TV stand-up show, not the state. She was not on the state. I I did like uh, Ozzy. Wait, wait so it was Ozzy that said, we're rich, I can buy comics every week. Yes, yes. <laughs> and Greg was like, a man after my own heart. Yeah, no, that's what, Ozzy's my favorite character in this. Uh, I also love just a little movie trope. You always know if someone is painting a house or <laughs> fixing up a house in a movie because they are always covered head to toe in random blotches of paint. Well, and they choose the dumbest colors. Yeah. Fucking blue, blue, and red. Blue house <laughs> with a red shutters. And and I didn't understand why. I'm like, did they were they just testing swatches? Because they had, they just had like lines drawn on their arms or painted on their arms. That's how people yeah. painted in the '80s, Rob. Is that, was that what it was? <laughs> yes, they, they painted the, like they painted themselves and then rolled. <laughs> wow, Rob is so ageist. I am. It's messed up. Yeah. Uh, let's see. He really isn't. <laughs> I did like. So they went. To, I liked the little shop thing with the little surprise leprechaun in safe gag. Uh, well, that was also one of my favorite kills. It was the one of the more ridiculous ones. Yep. But the uh, the pogo kill was. I was like, 
really? We're we're doing this. So yep. all right. Scares the guy, a guy falls over, and then the leprechaun hops on a pogo stick and is pretty adept at a pogo stick. It's not easy, much less doing it on like a fat nerd. Yeah. He, it's like he's he, like he says, here's your coin. He gives a leprechaun a damn coin before even giving him a chance, the leprechaun just bites into his leg. Yeah. So this is where I'm like, no, this little this little guy's a dickhead. Like he someone hurt him. <laughs> <laughs> Who hurt you, um, leprechaun? Young leprechaun. He was deeply hurt. And he's acting out that trauma. Leprechaun nine. Leprechaun therapy. <laughs> on people who are willing they're like, he's like, here's your coin. Motherfucker's just like, ah, I'm gonna pogo on your lungs because <laughs> he's a little sadistic <laughs> bastard. And I, and I love that he. How how many different vehicles was he in in this? What was up with the little vehicles? Yeah, I went, We got to talk about those. Right. So he was he was on roller skates at some point. Yeah, had a little a little like car, little tiny lowrider pickup truck that yeah. he put his little. His little tricycle in, which is another one. So uh, he was tricycle. tricycle, little car, pogo stick. He built some kind of super powered pitchfork thing that flipped a truck over. Mm-hmm. And then what? I'm forgetting one. The wheelchair in the hospital. Jeez, oh, he, he he was better at uh, crafting. Um, vehicles than he was shining shoes. Yeah, he was. That's true. He was shit at shining shoes. Garbage. A couple of shoes that he was like, here, nice and shiny for you. And I'm like, no, of course. They spilled blood on them. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny that you guys all caught that they gave him random vehicles, which... That was one of the silly, fun things about it. Like... When he was driving down the road in that little bitty that little bitty truck, I was like, "Oh my god!" And the cop pulled him over. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they they did this thing that really, I mean, from the the get go, where the guy slugs the bottle of Jameson because, of course, he's Irish, and that's what Irish people drink is Jameson Irish whiskey. Mm-hmm. This segment not sponsored by Jameson Irish whiskey. But, but it could uh, be if you call us. Could be for the right amount of coin. <laughs> or even bottles. Uh, so it was that. And then when he was on the roller skates and when he was in the car, they did that speed up thing, mm-hmm. which is done so poorly in yeah. a lot of movies. The wheelchair, too. Yep. And and it's it's done in a lot of movies to make it look like action is happening fast. But it just... It's awful. It's not anything that anyone should do. And they did it on a leprechaun. And I'm like, all right, okay. This movie knows exactly what it is. It's not trying to be anything else. I am so on board. (laughs) You know that during that scene in the hospital when the leprechaun was like moving in fast motion on the wheelchair, Jennifer Aniston had to run in slow motion so that they could speed it up and make it look like he was keeping up with her. That's amazing. God, I want to... Why won't she talk about that? That's that's amazing. You worked with Warwick Davis. 
the dude is a legend. My guess is that that people that she became famous so fast after this, and people immediately started going after her, that. Like I, I really think it's one of those like, oh, these people are going to make fun of me for my early roles. They don't think I deserve this because later on, she actually did start talking about it. Okay, I was going to say, embrace it, Jen. Yes, embrace it. Because I believe this is actually my favorite Jennifer Aniston role. Uh, mine was Horrible Bosses. Oh yeah, she's good in that. Oh yeah, amazing in that. She's so. Well, funny. but oh, and where the middle. horrible, horrible bosses also wasn't her typical character. I mean. Th- I mean, for you know, whether you like Jennifer Aniston or not, she, there's not a whole lot of variation in the roles that she plays. Right. She's kind of like a Keanu Reeves in that respect. Yeah. I mean, Keanu Reeves pretty much plays Keanu Reeves when he's in a movie. He wrote Nightman, the the writer of this. That's interesting. And he wrote and directed Rumpelstiltskin. So he's kind of big on the... Uh... Oh, that's a good one, dudes. <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> We're we're watching that soon. I've got my next three movies planned, so excellent. Yeah, you missed the news. We're going to be watching that other Ewok movie at some point, Jimmy. I mean, Dis- uh, Disney Plus is putting them on Disney Plus. I saw. Yeah, that's awesome. The uh, so I, you mentioned eyelids. <laughs> you guys mentioned the small truck. The when the truck gets pulled over, my they kind of had the cop in there to be like this dumb cop who was like supposed to be like, you take off that mask, you weirdo. And I was thinking about it and I was like, there's no one on the planet that would in real life that would actually see this and be like, well, clearly I'm pulling over a real leprechaun. Yeah. Like, like they tried to play it like he's dumb. Yeah. And I'm like, there's every single person on the planet would either ignore it completely because they're like, well, maybe this guy has a weird skin condition and I don't want to make fun of him. Or... He's wearing a mask, not. Yeah, oh, I'm pulled over a leprechaun tonight. <laughs> yeah, but they had like the music changes. Old. <laughs> well, they, he's like, all right, you. <laughs> he thinks he's a kid wearing a mask. Yeah. So I mean, you're right. Who, just like Ozzy's, like there's a leprechaun down there, and he's got really bad teeth, and he's trying to kill me. But he's like, oh yeah, oh shit, sure. you know, they they're like, oh he's he's um. He's touched. So you got a light for me, pipe tubby. <laughs> <laughs> and they immediately that's where they immediately cut to the scene of the LA Gear shoes, a close up of Jennifer Aniston's feet. Mm-hmm. Dude, I want a pair of LA Gears. Yeah. That uh reminds me of that one dream I had that Jennifer Aniston made me dress up like a leprechaun in shiner shoes. That's I should Well, oh, I shouldn't talk about it. dream. Yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. I shouldn't. You just that. lay down on that couch over there, Greg. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I left my car running in the garage or something. <laughs> uh, man, oh yeah, this was such a throwback. Like there was a vision skateboard in there at some point. Mm-hmm. The car's electric. No, it isn't. It isn't anymore. Oh, that one's not. That one's not a hybrid either. It's a hybrid. It's just it's half gas, half electric. It would just take longer. Yeah. Right, but when it idles, isn't it just electric? No. Oh. Don't test that. Yeah. Well, we'll start and see if what finishes first, me or the episode. Um, <laughs> the, uh, he, yeah, he also runs into, the, like you mentioned, he runs his little truck into a into a, like a car and flips it over. So I guess leprechauns in very small cars can 
defy physics. They are able to flip over cars. Yeah. Yeah, just a little pitchfork. I wrote... uh, Let's see. I wrote uh, Burnt Hand. There was a Burnt Hand. Oh, yeah, when the leprechaun's hand gets burnt. I'd watched this movie immediately after watching Indiana Jones, so I had like, oh. Oh. They were like, when when does... When does his heart get ripped out? Yeah, right? Well, like, when does his face melt? Golly. Oh, yeah, and it does. It totally does. And it's awesome. That's true. It does melt. It does melt. So, like, Indiana Jones, the first one, where the guy burns his hand on the thing, uses the uses it. Of the leprechaun. Yeah. Don't worry about the time line there. Just take my word for it. Indiana Jones is a ripoff of the Leprechaun. <laughs> well, all right then. It's okay. Hey, hey. Sweetie, it's me. It's me. The Leprechaun. Sweetie, it's me. Sweetie, it's me. It's been a long time since I made a Wayne's World reference, and I'm glad I get to do it several times during this episode. Excellent. Now, why did you pick this film, Rob? Because it is or was, you know, when we were recording, St. Patty's Day. And I'm like, what's a good St. Patty's Day movie? And there were two movies that sprung to mind. It was this one and a old Disney classic that mm-hmm. I had seen as a child, which was Darby O'Gill and the Little People. Yes, which you tried to get me to watch, and I said no. <laughs> oh, you may have to at some point. Oh, I don't have to worry about about that for another year. Unless you're yeah for another a year total so. psychopath, but the I, I had n- I and I I had never actually seen this movie all the way through, so I'm like, you know what? Yeah, I I think it's time to watch this one. Let's I, let's give this one a shot. I bought it. The rental was three ninety nine. It was right four ninety nine to buy it. Oh, it was four ninety nine to buy it? Yep. Shit. I think you, I should have bought it. I think I. You could probably. You could swing that. Contact whoever you bought it from. Well, I mean, honestly, I would rather just have the hard copy. I'd rather go buy the DVD. Yeah, that's true. I wasn't in the position to do it because I had to watch it today. Um, well, he was but, tied yeah. up by ransom people. No, man, I was on an island, dude. It was awesome. Ransom Island. <laughs> yes, so much fun. <clears throat> so what did I miss as I was moving the puppy out of the room? Uh, oh, not much. Nothing. Yeah. Not really. No. Did you did you close out the movie? Did you guys... No, no, yeah. no, not yet. Yeah, we completely, <laughs> completely closed it out. We're done. There, there were a couple of cameos in this movie. Was it? Was it by the? That's me. The leprechaun. Stop it. Warwick Davis actually appeared in this movie without his makeup on, and I completely missed him. So I'll have to go back and and look for it. Yeah, he was in the cafe scene. He was sitting next to his wife at the bar. Son of a gun. And Uh, and actually, the the makeup artist who put all of the makeup on him every day was in the booth behind her in the cafe. Was in the booth behind Jennifer Aniston. He, I gotta do some research on that fella. That man deserves an Oscar. Well, and from what I understand, when they when they were when they were offering the job out, he looked at it and looked at what they wanted, but decided that, you know, he felt the leprechaun needed to be a little bit more grotesque. And he he grotesqued it up 
And when he submitted it, they absolutely loved it. So they hired him. That's amazing. That's that's really cool. But I will say that my favorite story from this movie was that one scene actually required the leprechaun to find and eat Lucky Charms. Now, if you noticed the knockoff, the knockoff cereal box that he ate from, it's like what was it called? Lucky Clovers. Lucky Clovers. There's a story behind that because General Mills actually gave them permission to use Lucky Charms, but when they saw the movie, they were so upset about it that after the movie was finished, they revoked their permission. Coach, the filmmakers had to reshoot the scene, replacing replacing the name brand Lucky Charms with you know the the Lucky Clovers, the obvious spoof. But that also came with another change in the movie, and that was that was uh, the kid's line at the end when he killed the leprechaun. The line <laughs> originally was "Your luck just ran out," Ooh. but they changed the line to "When he kills the leprechaun," to "Fuck you, Lucky Charms." <laughs> which is a, I thought oh, that man. was hilarious. which is a better line. It is. There is nothing in this movie, especially back in the early nineties, much less now, that would make it that would hurt Lucky Charms. No, like leaving that in there would have actually still helped Lucky Charms. Yeah, because you know, like you know that people would have done that thing where they bought Lucky Charms and watched the movie. You know, just like, oh, it's like, well, if you watch ET, you want to eat Reese's Pieces kind of thing. Yeah. I mean, I so, always so want to dumb. eat Reese's Pieces. Having dealt with, with brand managers in the past, it's like, can you rotate the box an extra five degrees? Because I don't like the way this, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> like, yeah. it's, no one's going to decide not to buy your product because of, it being in a Lighting. Lucky Charms in a Leprechaun movie. I'm going to talk about another line from the kid uh, uh. <laughs> when he's describing to Ozzy how he would take care of the Leprechaun. I was like, Jesus Christ! Yeah, I, that too. I was like, holy <laughs> shit, dude! I'd put a gun to his head and I'd pull the trigger, and then all his brains <laughs> would be oozing down his face, and then I'm just like. Okay, damn. Okay, so wait. It's so when, when we make Leprechaun 9, Leprechaun in Therapy, when the Leprechaun's in therapy, he's going to run into the adult version of that kid who's also in therapy for being a sociopath, and it turns out that the Leprechaun has to be the good guy and save everyone from the sociopathic kid. I like There you go. Yeah, I dig it. See? That's why Hollywood Leprechaun comes to us for the big ideas. Yeah. That's why Hollywood listens to our podcast and is like, we need to put those Ewok movies on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> well, I did interview the director of The Leprechaun Returns. Did you? Is that Dostansky. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, he damn sure did. Yeah. Oh, that was a great interview. It was, it was short, but it was a good, very good interview. You. Yeah, it's all the time it. I had with him, but uh, yeah. yeah. Really cool, dude. I really wish I lived in St. Catherine... Uh, Canada um, to go to yes. that, that restaurant. There. And as I said uh, on the previous episode, listeners, if you want to hear that interview, it's a couple episodes before this one on your timeline. So, anyway. Uh, Check it out. 
the uh, the melting leprechaun. Did we talk about the melting? We sort of talked about the melting leprechaun. That I we hinted play. at it because you had watched um, Indiana, Indiana Jones. Jones. It looked really good. When they finally, yeah, it actually looked bad. It huh. it looked damn good, man. The practical effects in this this was uh, this was well before. You know, computer. and I'm trying to remember what scene it reminded me of from another movie that I'd seen as a kid that involved a monster and the monster's face melting off. And it wasn't Indiana Jones; uh-huh. it was it was an actual monster that had teeth and the face melted off. Mm. I think it was Fright Night. Mm. Uh, at the end, when he finally when the vampire dies. Mm-hmm. Spoiler, yeah, maybe shit. <laughs> We spoiled Fright Night. Have we... Uh, so that looked great. Have we taken a moment to gush all over Warwick Davis? I did. How, I called okay. him a legend. Yeah, that's that's gushy. Yeah, I mean, he is a legend. He's hilarious. And he's been so many iconic roles, too. Yes, he has. Such as... I mean, the Leprechaun. Yes. He was also Wicket. Sure was. He was also Wicked. Willow. Want to get Wicket? Yeah, sorry. Mixed Master Marcus. Thank you. Yeah. Willow, so, yeah. from Star Wars, another iconic uh, uh, property. And then you've got Willow. He was the title character for that. He was also Professor Flitwick in the Harry Potter series. Yep. He's played side characters in Star Wars, too, like random uh, bar goers or cantina goers. Mm-hmm. He was also War. Uh, huh. He was also Marvin. From Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. Yeah. And he gets it, man. I think uh, I saw this quote from him uh, where he said, I don't think for a minute we as, fi- we as filmmakers pretend the Leprechaun movies are anything else other than entertainment, entertaining popcorn movies. People sit down with a can of beer, put their brain in the fridge, and watch the film. You don't <laughs> need to think about it. You just need to enjoy it. I love it. Perfect. Please. Yeah, and it's great. Man, he, I, hope he, I hope he joins the convention circuit. I was just going to say that he um, he does, or he used to, I'm not sure if he will in the future, but when they do Star Wars Weekends at Disney, he comes and he speaks. And he, and he, he has a pre-made like, presentation where he shows videos and talks about how it happened and how he was a, you know, wasn't really planning on going down to the studio in England and he ended up getting cast and all this stuff. And he's really funny and really just cool and he gets it and he loves the fans and the fans love him and like it's just it made me happy to it's actually the when I, I i think i did buy it also i think that was the deciding point so i was like well i mm. could spend an extra oh. dollar maybe maybe i'm not gonna watch it again i'm like you know what if i spend an extra dollar that extra dollar a little bit of that's going to warwick davis i hope done Yeah, and he he's actually also done a couple of the celebration of Harry Potter's at Universal, which I wish they'd reinstate because those were fun going to every year. Yeah, um, but he he had appeared at a couple of the uh, celebration of Harry Potter's, which was which was nice. And I I don't know that he's been in anything that I didn't like. True. Uh, yeah. Uh, he he had a really funny um, series with Ricky Gervais as well um where he basically plays himself uh i can't remember what that was called i'll find it oh, was it like stars or something like that 
there was like a, a show about actors that I thought he might have been that might have had Ricky Gervais at least. Um, this movie, of course, led to a crap ton of sequels. Yeah, uh, everything from you know, the Leprechaun in the Hood, which I mentioned, Leprechaun in Space. There was the Leprechaun in Space was actually inspired by a joke. Which, uh, when they had like a, a cast party, like a annual Christmas party, they put up a poster <laughs> that was made up, and it was um, it took uh, Warwick Davis's face and put it on a scene from Apollo thirteen, and it had a tagline: "Houston, we have a problem." Yeah, and, oh, nice. and everyone thought it was so funny. They're like, "Why do we do Leprechaun four in space?" That series with Warwick Davis and Ricky Gervais was called "Life's Too Short." Uh, no, definitely not. Very funny. Nope. Uh, the, it was, the entire series was, I don't know if you saw this part, but the entire series was supposed to be straight, was supposed to be straight to video, but it ended up getting released and episode one did really well. So the second one did really well. Uh, Leprechaun 3 apparently was released straight to video and did really well, like really, really well. Really? Um, and that, that was, that was the first one that didn't star Warwick Davis, wasn't it? I'm not sure. It, um, it sold 55,000 copies. And at the time, that was the highest di selling direct-to-video film. Oh, wow. Um, and remember back then, when you, sell, when you sold a, a video cassette, it wasn't going to people. It was going to um, you know, the stores, like the, the VHS stores, and they were 50 bucks each. Yeah. So, so selling 55,000 copies at $50 each, that's quite a bit of money. Leprechaun 3 did star Warwick Davis. Oh, did it? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> also known as Leprechaun 3 in Vegas. <laughs> I know. Work Davis. I'm doing this. Work Davis has actually pitched a Pirates of the Caribbean Leprechaun crossover. Really? Yeah, cool. please. I'd, I'd watch that movie. Captain Jack Sparrow happens upon Leprechaun Gold and he has to escape the Leprechaun for the rest of the movie. That'd be great. I would absolutely watch that. Hell yeah. <laughs> Let's pitch that. Yeah. There's a bunch. Of, it's just, it's funny. Cause like, there's not a lot of bat, like crazy stories about this movie. It's not like, you know, we, we watch some of these movies and it's like, yeah, the, the, the ending was weird. Why? Well, the entire cast quit three days before they shot the ending. It's not like that. It's just, you know, it's a good story. Or for, you know, even the time it was, you, you go back and you watch one of these movies. You just think it was so funny. And they're, they're calling, you know, they're, they're using really poor language about people's sexual orientation. Mm -hmm. And you're just like, ah, shit. Mm. But, you know, this isn't, this isn't one that, that had any of that. And, uh, for, for as, uh, violent as that little bastard was, it was pretty lighthearted. He did grab that dude's dick for no reason. That was unnecessary. That yeah. was unnecessary. <laughs> did Did you see who got special thanks in the movie at the end? Oh, uh, George Lucas. Oh yeah, I did. Yes, and, and Dan Quayle. Oh, because of all the censorship. Oh. No, no, no. Uh, George Lucas uh, got a thanks because he he Warwick Davis was under contract to him at the time. And he basically allowed Warwick Davis to actually film the uh, the movie, and um, Dan Quayle got a a special thanks 
because his uh, his office rushed through the visa for Warwick Davis to allow him to oh, work. That's amazing. Yeah. All right. So you could film over here. So that's a. Uh... Pretty cool. It's also the first Trimark film. Did they when that movie first, so when I started watching it, I saw the the Lionsgate 3D graphic, you know, where like the the gears and keys and stuff are all going. I don't think that happened back when the movie first came out because that 3D is way too good for. I, I don't think it did. It looked really good. I had the same thought. Like, there's no way because they I, were not doing. I saw it. Ray tracing. No, you know what's funny is it's really funny you say that because when it came on, I said. Holy shit! Did I buy this in HD? Mm-hmm. Ex- that was exactly my thought. My my thought was, oh shit! Did I get the wrong one? Like, was there a remake that I missed that I accidentally bought? And then I oh, whoops! But no, it was good. So what what do we got? We are we done with our chat about the Leprechaun? Uh, well, I mean, other than some of the uh, some of the basics, yeah, yeah. where the movie had a working budget of approximately nine hundred thousand. It opened to 2.5 million. It actually opened at number eight on the weekend that it was released. And it ended up grossing eight and a half million, basically, approximately eight and a half million. So it, it didn't do too bad. It made its money back. It was, you know, popular enough. Um, not surprising that it that it opened at eight, though, considering the top three movies that were out um, or the top three movies in the box office that weekend. Would would either of you care to take a guess? Uh, what year was this? This was... 93. 93. World. Jurassic Park? Nope, not this weekend. <sighs> this was January 8th. Apollo 13. And I guarantee that you have seen or at least <clears throat> heard of all three of these movies. The Hobbit. Not, no, not January of 93. Uh, Number one spot starred Tom Cruise. Mission Impossible. No. Uh, Days of Thunder? No. How about Tom Cruise in a military movie? Oh, uh, You Can't Handle the Truth. A Few Good Men. A Few Good Men was number one this weekend. Okay. I know it was a top gun because that was way earlier. Uh, My wife just got home and I haven't seen her in a day. So uh, I'll be back. What were the what were the other movies? Are we going to keep going without them? Yeah, it's fine. All right. Number two was an animated film. Lion King or one of the Disney ones. It was a Disney film, but uh, it was not Lion King. Uh, I had to be earlier than that. Lion King was ninety five or ninety four. Uh, Beauty and the Beast. Nope. Try again. I'm trying to go Another through one right in that era. Well, it was the the big one was late, uh, Little Mermaid, but I think that was before. Mm-hmm. Um, Beauty and the Beast came out. Pocahontas? Nope. No, I do not know. You're missing a big one. It just had a live action re release. Uh, Aladdin. There you go. Aladdin was number two, and number three was an Al Pacino movie. Al Pacino movie. Uh, scent of a woman. There you go. Yeah. Good job. Yeah. And I, we were in high school. We were. 
Uh, it looks like the Billboard songs when this movie came out. So if you were in the car on the way to see this movie, you'd be listening to I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston. Oh, The Bodyguard. That was actually in the top 10 at yeah. that that week. Because it, uh, it was in the top 10. Yeah. Also, you uh, would probably listen to, oh, well, this is actually my mom and dad's wedding song. Uh, Rump Shaker by Rex and Effect. <laughs> oh uh, I don't really know if I ever fall in love by Shy. That was number three. In the Still of the Night, Boys to Men, and uh, Rhythm as a Dancer, by, which is now going to be stuck in my head forever uh, by Snap. Um, TLC, What About Your Friends, Real Love, Mary J. Blige. Man, this t- entire top 10 is R&B. That's interesting. People are always yeah, like, was- people are always like, rock started dying in the late in the end of the 90s well this is early 90s and every single thing is is pop and r&b the fact the the first song that is not uh uh r&b is uh how do you talk to an angel that song from the heights and love is on the way which legitimately was one of my wedding songs by saigon kick nice um it was the song that we played when we walked down the aisle. So, and they were from uh, from South Florida, our our old stopping ground, Saigon Kick. Um, oh, really? Yeah. They got their start on WSAG, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, blah blah blah. And I, I mean those those are uh, very telling songs as well. Uh, the early '90s was a big time for for R and B, if I'm not mistaken. Isn't that about when the Fresh Prince took off? Yes, the the TV show Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Yeah, it's uh, there in this. I remember like some of those times where like oh, you can hear songs like "Summertime" or some a lot of those Boys to Men songs, and it just mm-hmm. immediately brings you back to like going to parties in the summer. Yeah, um, and just good, warm, happy feelings. So. Speaking of happy feelings, we have a good question this week, so let's, let's we, make that happen. We do. And in honor of the Lucky Charms connection with the Leprechaun, the question this week is, who are your top five cereal mascots that you would like to see turned into quote-unquote cereal killers? This was super fun to research. And I'd picture one mascot murdering someone. And then I was like, nah, that doesn't quite work. So that's how I came up with my list. Um, If it sounds like it would make for good cinema. So at number five, I've got Milton the Toaster. Milton? Is that Cinnamon Toast Crunch? Pop-Tarts. Oh, Pop-Tarts. So... I mean, it's not, it's a breakfast food. There is Pop-Tart cereal. There we go. All right. My number four is going to be Cornelius Rooster. (laughs) Is that cornflakes or no? Cornflakes. Oh my God. Unassuming. Cockle cockle doodle death. (laughs) (laughs) You said cock. See? (laughs) I did. Uh, My number three is going to be Dig'em Frog from Honey Smacks. Mm -hmm. He makes them Dig their own graves, and he's got number, he's got like little blades on his feet as he hops around. Yeah, my number two is Sonny the Cuckoo Bird. Okay, he ain't, he ain't right. 
just goes crazy, starts killing people. And number one is going to be Buzz the Bee from Honey Nut Cheerios. There, okay. I can see that. I can see all of these things. This isn't necessarily an honorable mention, but did you guys know that Count Chocula had a first name? I did not. Was it Count? Alfred. Alfred Chocula? Yep. Wow. Found that out. I think that um, the, I believe that the B from, uh, what was the B's name again? Buzz. Buzz the B. I think he was the one that, that killed the kid in My Girl. Yep. <laughs> and and wow. he didn't feel any regret whatsoever. None. He's like, and it, it actually led him down a path. He's mm. going around killing kids with that had bee sting allergies. Uh, so, did you guys want to hear from our wonderful uh, patrons? I do. Uh, I think I we should hear from them. All right, I love We're to hear start. from our patrons. Let's start with Matt. Of the morning to you, lassies, and happy St. Patrick's Day. I'm offended. <laughs> and here is my top five cereal mascot turned cereal killers. Ooh. Number five, you'll never want to cross these three brothers because the last thing you'll ever hear is snap, crackle, and pop. Nice. Pop. Boom. Come with their own tag. Number on. four. He sails the salty seas in search of booty and treasure. It's Captain Crunch. Sounds terrifying. Number three. The biggest punch comes in the smallest package, and this little bee is no longer out to lower your cholesterol. (laughs) Number two. He's tired of being chased around, and now he's after your soul. It's Lucky the Leprechaun. And my number one serial mascot, after years and years of torments from the neighborhood kids, this silly rabbit can't take it anymore. <laughs> it's great. Oh. Hope you enjoyed the list. Thank you. Fabulous. Absolutely. Excellent. We challenged him in the patron-only chat, too, that he has to come up with the storyline behind them. And he met that challenge and exceeded our expectations. Yep. All right. And Alex. Our patron of unusual size. Hey, give me five podcasts. Top five serial mascot killers. Uh, number five, Tony the Tiger. Imagine hearing they're great right before getting killed. <laughs> uh, number four, Snap, Crackle, and Pop. I just find the idea of you know three tiny serial killers to be too too funny. Number three is so do I. Uh, I think his name is Sunny from Cocoa Puffs. I mean, yeah, cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs. So that that seems to fit. Number two is Captain Crunch, and he's a pirate. You can kind of see that happening. And then my favorite is number one, Sugar Bear from the Honeycrisp cereal. When I was a kid, I remember he was always kind of trying to talk real smooth. So you can kind of see him being like Ted Bundy or something. So <laughs> He looks like a stoner. Hey, hey baby. Awesome. Thanks. Bye. All right. Wow. So Thank you, guys. I will go now, and one of these is actually cereal that I never got a chance to try, and I want to try it. Have you guys ever seen Cream Crunch? It's K-R-E-A-M-K-R-U-N-C-H. It is a vanilla ice cream flavored uh, cereal with these like, it has freeze-dried ice cream bits in it. But the mascot is a living ice cream. And he's terrifying. And I could totally see like a a blob situation or like a, a stuff situation where this living ice cream is bursting through people's chests. Look him up. 
He's terrifying. He's got he's no, an ice cream cone with two little like Cheerio eyes. So that's Cream Crunch, the living ice cream, is my number one. Is my number five. Snap, crackle, and pop. I'm thinking some sort of uh, crossover situation with, uh, you know, the the kind of like Saw, but with little guy, little elves. So kind of like a, a half leprechaun, half torture type movie like Saw, where these things are snap, crackling, and popping inside of people's bodies. It's number four. Uh, number three, Crazy Craving is the guy's name. He is the honeycomb mascot. That furry mm. thing with the teeth looks kind of like an animal. Yep. Um, yep. Yep. He's just terrifying in general, but I could totally see him like, you know, as a creature feature. Blah! Number two is actually three of them. The Count Chocula, Booberry, Frankenberry. I'm surprised that actually has not happened. I would like to see the the vintage black and white style monsters. Maybe pink, brown, and blue, I guess, would be mm-hmm. more important one. But number one, and this is this is the number one for everybody because if you don't put it number one, you're you haven't seen this character. But Crinkles the Clown, Crinkles the Clown. That's K, again spelled wrong. Crinkles K R I N K L E S the Clown K L O W N uh, is from Post's Sugar Crinkles, which was sixties uh, and seventies. It was sugar coated rice, and he is murdery, murdery as shit. He's terrifying. He's a, he's a, he looks like a cross between it and Captain Howdy or whatever the guy's name is. So Crinkles the Clown. I don't know what they were thinking. Captain Howdy. I don't know what they were thinking, putting this thing on a, on a box. I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and just paste it into our notes so you can see a picture of this guy. of Crinkles the Clown. Look at that thing. Look at that bitch. He's showing up at the bottom of your notes if you can't, if it uploads or if it. Oh my god! Yeah, Jesus. Yeah. You know, what, what were they thinking? This is why why like children had problems back in the sixties and seventies. Yeah, and there's cream crunches got added there too. Yep. So, sugar crinkles, crinkles the clown. He's he's our murderer. All right. What you got, well, Rob? I've got a couple. Um, I think at number five, I'm going to put in Captain Crunch. I can just picture a pirate sailing around, killing people. And I mean, his name fits perfectly. Crunch. Captain Crunch. He's going to crunch your bones. Yeah. At number four, I'm going to go with... I'm going to go with Toucan Sam as being like some kind of like plague bearer, uh, uh, (laughs) mass murder kind of, you know, pecking people's eyes out, you know, slashing their throats and whatnot. Everything like they they causes like a hallucination and everything gets all fruity colored with like lines yeah. moving on it. And then yeah. they wake up and they're like really like being disemboweled. Yeah, I can see that. There you go. And then number three, I'm gonna put I'm gonna put Sugar Bear. He just looks like a total stoner and looks like one of those things where it just like freak freak the hell out on you. Number two Somebody I'm, laced his uh his uh product with something. Exactly. And number two, I've got tricks the 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 tricks rabbit. Okay. Um, because I picture him as like a total meth head and like just going absolutely apeshit and killing like a bunch of kids. Um, but my number one looks creepy as shit, and nobody's actually mentioned it. But I'm gonna go with the Quaker guy. Oh. 
some kind of like religious fanatic who just like kills killed campers and shit for having sex. It totally fits. Oh yes. Yeah. So Quaker guy is my number one. It wasn't on my list, but he's number one in my heart. There you go. Very well done. What what would his weapon be? Like a wheat thresher? Or a or, or yeah, a wheat thresher, a scythe, something. Yeah. Because he's already terrifying. Yeah. I never understood why they actually used him as a mascot. Because, I mean, just a just the picture on the oatmeal. I'm like, he looks like he should be out, like, murdering, you know, campers or something. I don't well, he's, he's quicker. He should be murdering people that use technology. <laughs> that, too. <laughs> Good work. That was fun. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. So let's close out here. Guys. Thank you yes. for listening. If you want to contact us and tell us your uh, favorite murdery serial people, uh, you can always check out our website, gibby5podcast.com, and there you can find all of our information. We are available, of course, on all sorts of different locations, such as Facebook and Instagram, um, or sorry, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. You can always just search the Gibby5pod. You'll get there. Yeah, I'll get there. I tried to change it up and it didn't work because I was scrolling around. But um, the be- the best way you can help us uh, if you are not in a financial position to do so is to leave us reviews on whatever podcast app you're using. Uh, reviews help us a lot because it gets us in front of more people. And yeah, we, we thank all of you people out there that have done that. Of course, if you want to help us on the financial side of things, you can check out our Patreon patreon every fucking time because i overthink it right away <laughs> our patreon patreon.com slash give me five podcast uh and you know shit i drew a dick <laughs> <laughs> don't try dick don't try dick. <laughs> don't talk don't mention the mole don't mention the mole moly 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 <laughs> uh anyway you can check that out you there's a bunch of cool benefits of course the, the patron only chat we talk about but um you also get a chance to, uh, you know, be part of the show by putting in lists and, um, you know, we will tell you some of the stuff we're about to talk about and, you know, just all around fun. So thank you guys in advance. Thank you. Thank you so much for listening. Good morning. Good afternoon. And this old lep, he played one. He played Pogo on his luck. <laughs>
right here.